Hello, Insane Rhetoric listeners. Thank you for joining us today. Have we got a topic for you? Don't blame Jada Pinkett. Just put money on his books. What is that all about? Well, come on in and take a seat and sit back and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What's good? So what are we talking about today? Uh, well, it looks like you still got supporters on, um, R. Kelly's side. Chuck D from Public Enemy, uh, made a statement. So, let's talk about him. He's not the only one making statements. <laughs> yeah, but Chuck D ain't been in the news in a minute, you know, that's, for him to step out and, and say something is like, Come on, Chuck D from Public Enemy. I mean, dude, where you been? So is this how he's becoming relevant because everybody talking about the Wu-Tang Clan? Yo, so Chuck D doesn't need no 15 minutes of fame spotlight. He's very known, like, you know, he's relevant already. You know, he's out of the group Public Enemy. Chuck D was the mainstream rapper and uh, Flavor Flav was the hype man. So, So, I mean... I don't know why he's saying what he's saying, but I guess just in support of a brother, you know, I, I don't know. You say he doesn't deserve uh, a prison, a life prison sentence. I don't know. That, 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 then what does? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean like, to what to to what end does a person have to go through to say okay yeah that person deserves a prison sentence you know what i'm saying i mean like come on man we all got backgrounds we all that did things some people was just well enough not to get caught by the things that they did then some people just got caught all the time and they should have stopped doing them a long time ago so i mean So I mean, what I mean, what is what is the scale that Kelly would have to go through to be in a position where everybody thinks that he warrants jail time? Well, we know white society thinks that he deserves the jail time, but I don't understand why some of the black celebrities is like saying that now nah, he don't deserve this or whatever. So what is your opinion on? You think he deserves it? I think he deserves it. He deserved to be in the prison. They got a girl, one of those girls that was on Gail King's show interview where uh-huh. uh, what's this boy? Aura was crying and carrying on on that interview with Gail King. Uh-huh. And then he cried and then he jumped bad at Gail King and all this kind of stuff. And he's really showing some really mental behavior uh, and then they had these two girls on there who were his current girlfriends and they looked scared but they kept saying no he, you know we don't know why you're saying this about him we love him he didn't do anything like that but you could but they looked scared uh-huh. right 
And so one of them is still like hanging tough. She's still like, no, that never happened. But now since the verdict, one of them has come forward and said, um, yeah, I lied on that show. I was really scared. He made us practice for days before that happened. And he would, you know, get angry if we messed up and he, we would start all over. And if we didn't say something that he thought he liked, he would tell us exactly what to say and rehearse us over and over and over. After it was over, he told us we did a great job and he took us to dinner and and we celebrated over dinner because he said we did a great job. Like, I'm not sure what people want. You have this girl now coming after he's been put in prison. Like now she's probably not afraid that he's going to get out of jail anymore. Right. And well, so now she's speaking up. Right. Well, he definitely ain't going to get out of jail anymore. Right. <laughs> That's over. She's probably seen how his connects have lessened. Mm-hmm. His networks have decreased, and so now she's like speaking up. But I'm not sure why the other one is still hanging tough. But um, maybe it's because the other one was really truly feeling them, and just really thought that they could go somewhere or whatever the case may be. I mean, maybe you know. so. But he's not Chuck D's not the only one that's saying this. Like. So you got, what's his name? Oh, you know, I'm not. Um, I Some of these older dudes I should know, but. <sighs> if that wasn't your field of expertise, you know, for us rappers and different things. Well, when they that. got to a certain period, I stopped listening. So I was, I was into NWA. I was into Tupac. Can you name all the people that was in the NWA? Not right now, because I I can't think of that. Okay. But I could, yes. Okay. Like, I knew them all, and I listened, like. I got you. But okay. honestly, that like, they don't come to mind right this second. Okay. Gotcha. Cube, Easy e Dre. Mm-hmm. The main three. <laughs> right. I had, like, think about it. Yeah, but you get you you're only missing two two more, which right. Was, uh, yeah, uh, uh, DJ Yella and MC Ren. That's right, MC Ren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, so I was into them. I, okay, Sugar Hill Gang. My see, I was into that first part of like when we first brought rap in, like that group. I was mm-hmm. into them. You was in the cool mode. I used to live downtown. Like, I like Big Daddy Kane. Like, I like when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And then when it started, when it started being something else, then I got really, really selective in how I listened to it and who I listened to. So as you can see, I thought NWA was creative. I thought Snoop was creative. I thought 
Tupac was creative. I thought Big was creative. I thought Wu-Tang had something going on. But some of them other ones, okay, but some of them other ones, just not really as talented and poetic. Like, I was digging Method Man early on, or early on, okay? Still a big Method Man fan. But they got this one, I don't know who he was with, but apparently he used to hang out with Pop. His name is Das Dillinger. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was He was from, um, he did a couple of songs on Tupac's album, The Outlaw. Yeah, but see what I'm saying is I don't, to me, I would have remembered his name had he been a prolific person. Mm -hmm. Like, mm, he's a rapper. Who cares? But, ha have, but have you heard all the Tupac music that's, that's released? Have you heard, like, some of the features that was on some of his uh, 90s music? Because some of them guys, Dash Dillinger was on there, like, and then you think about, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Pac did the outlaws and with with the outlaws they use names of major uh criminals at the time like we was talking about Idi Amin, Dash Dillinger, then you had uh just a whole bunch of them. But I mean you probably knew them or heard them constantly but just didn't know exactly who they were. Yeah, I'm sure. But again, to me to me, it's just my own opinion. It doesn't matter. I he, to me, he wasn't all that great. But that's compared to the ones that I liked, you know what I mean? Right, but that's what I'm saying. How many songs did you hear him on? I mean, well, if he was on Tupac stuff a lot, I heard a lot because I, I even to this day I still be rocking pop. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just I like... have like pretty much all the albums in my uh in my um music my online music so the mm. people i like i have pretty much all their albums okay so anyway that's not even the point right das dillinger has now stepped forward because of this r kelly debacle I'm going to be nice and call it a debacle. Cause yeah, I, would, I wouldn't even say it was a debacle. What's a debacle about? <laughs> he made a debacle, y'all. Because apparently that's what they're trying to say. It was just, you know, it's just a little, it's just, just a little debacle. That's what they try. <sighs> so he done come out now. And he's ranting, this Daz Dillinger, he's ranting because he says that Jada Pinkett Smith was creeping with the late, great Chris Kelly from Criss Cross. Mm -hmm. I liked Criss Cross. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cross code. Criss Cross. Mm -hmm. I think I told y'all that story that one of the last Halloween costumes I let my children do when they was super, super young before I decided I wasn't going to let them celebrate that no more. I think I told y'all that story like a while back. Go back and check the episodes. I think I told y'all their last Halloween outfit they did that I created for them was crisscross. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. We went to the church Halloween carnival and they went as crisscross. We attended a white church. The white people was like, what kind of costume is that? Who is that? Crisscross. The other black family, the moment they saw them, they was like, oh, that's funny. They crisscross. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Apparently when in 1993, Jada was apparently 22 and Chris was 15. And Chris Cross, Chris Kelly goes to the door. He tells them to take the weed so he could go to the door with Jada. They all excited because he's like, man, he just gave us all this weed. When he goes to the door and come back, he confirms it was Jada. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that, and he the way he put it was she was entangling then, because you know she said she had an entanglement with whatever that boy name was, Aislon or whatever. What was his name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. She said she had an entanglement. So now they saying well, she was entangling then and the boy was underage. Okay, so his point was that the standard is double-sided why Mm -hmm. didn't they look into that they just keep railroading the black men for this and it's a double standard they're not railroading the women that's doing this right well one chris may he rest in peace with his very talented behind Is dead. None of his family has brought this, has brought charges on Miss Pinkett Smith. We haven't been, we don't know if they're not watching her or watching her. We won't know until they get whatever evidence they got to say she did the same thing this boy did. So you say he did? That's the one that's dead. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. He died of an overdose. Overdose, yeah, that's right. That's the one that's dead. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, like, you know, it's a whole bunch of, it's a whole bunch of cougars out there. It's a <laughs> And but see, that's like that's listen. That's it's kind of like this. You and and wait, wait before you hold that hold that comment because I want you to make that comment. But you made a good point. There's a whole bunch of cougars out there, and it's a whole bunch of boys age fifteen that want to be with a milf. Yeah. Okay, go. I'm sorry I cut you out. No, you good. So like. The thing with that is, is you think about like all those people who are doing those things and you sit back and you like say, okay, yeah, this woman is doing this and this man is doing this. But it's, it's, I, it's been times where I've been around people 
who I know were just trying to be in cert- certain lines with people, you know? And just to say this, like, if you file a police report against your woman and you go down to the police station and say that your woman is abusing you, they're going to laugh at you. They will probably file the police report, but you finna tell me that your woman is up in the house kicking your tail and you finna have the audacity to come down here to the police station and file a report about your woman kicking your tail as a man. And that's exactly why they don't. That statement right there. That's exactly why they don't because it's seen to be that they would be less as a man, less of a man yeah. if they report uh, abuse. Yeah. Because just listen, there are women who will just hit you because of the code of don't hit a woman. Right. And, we, and we'll try you. And we'll try you. I, I'm just saying there are some women who do that. <sighs> I'm going to tell the truth on women. There are some women who will hit men because of the code about hitting men. I mean, about men hitting women. Until you bump into that man that don't give a hell. And, well, he, lay your, and, and he lay your tail down. And then now you want to press charges. But you but you forgot the rule of thumb in any, the rule of thumb in any situation, in any relationship or anything is simply this. Don't put your hands on me unless you want me to put my hands on you regardless of who you are that's the rule of thumb like we was talking about in another episode it's the innate nature to defend yourself even on the playground you said is as soon as you get on the playground uh, uh, a a boy ain't got no problems hitting a girl on the playground because if she hit him he's going to retaliate same difference so i mean but I used to tell my son if a girl was hitting on him, that was a girl he didn't need. Well, I mean, and, and look, if that's that, your boo, and she hitting on you. Same like if I would tell my daughter, if that's your boo, and he hitting on you. Yeah, that I mean, ain't your boo. I mean, I and I agree, but that doesn't erase the fact that you was bold enough to hit me. You know, like you think I and and I don't want to. I am going to bring it into the conversation, but I'm I'm using this as just a jump off the LGBTQ, where you got these chicks that's built like men and want to act like men and think they a man, and then they want to come up to a real man and and try to do something to him, and then when they get in court, when that man drop them. And they get in court. And now you want to play the I'm a female card. That don't work. You know what I'm saying? Either you're going to, if you're going to stand and you're going to fight me like a man, I'm going to treat you like one. I mean, no, we need to just blame that on the LGBTQ. No, no, I'm just, I'm just using that for the, for an example. I'm not blaming it and putting it on. I'm just using it for an example because you know, women that are trying to be, full-fledged men and that's why i say i said that because they have that uh, i'm rough and tough situation going on but at the end of the day if a man draw back his hand and 
punch you in your chest, you gonna feel a little different <laughs> than anybody yeah. else doing it to you. So yeah. I mean, I, I, that, I, I, listen. I think it's both sides of the coin. I think if you're gonna prosecute one, prosecute them all. If if males are doing it, prosecute them. If females are doing it prosecute them but like you said they're not going to go down to the station and file no police report about that because it's going to make them feel less as a man because they're in a police department with predominantly men and they're going to be back there talking about you and every time you try to file a restraining order somebody have to show up to your house they're going to be laughing at you it is what it is well chuck d say that you know, he's saying, okay, R. Kelly was abused in his youth. He was an addict as an adult. And then, so he compared it to Ike Turner. Oh, Lord. And he said, Ike Turner only served 18 months in prison. Yeah, and but... then he said, Rick, Jean, Rick James, uh -huh. the same thing. Like, they didn't serve that much time. And he said that Ike changed his, you know, changed his ways when he got out and started being a positive person. So he's like, how how much long should R. Kelly, how much time, I'm sorry, should R. Kelly spend in prison? And he's basically saying that the U.S. prison system, mm -hmm. Um, he's asking basically, does the U.S. prison system give a man a chance for that man to change his world around him? Yeah, I mean, I mean, so I, I beg, I beg to offer this. He went to jail. He he went in through the jail system and out, into court and out. Charges dismissed and dropped, or well, found not guilty of child pornography and all of that back then. That's when we found out he was peeing on the girl and all of that, okay? Mm -hmm. So there was his opportunity right there, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. He got. He didn't have to go to jail. He didn't have to go back to jail, right? He, he, he won his case and he got worse. Yeah. I so mean, I don't know how many chances we need to give them. I'm just a little confused by Chuck D and what he's wanting the system to do. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe he just, I mean, he's trying to speak, I mean, speak out just for, for namesake. I don't know. Cause like I said, I, I agree with you in another previous episode. We talked about certain things and you was like, it don't matter until it happens to you. And I highly agree. If you you doing all this stuff and then you looking at like, oh, that's, you, you shouldn't trip off that. But then you trip off of it when it comes to you and your circle of friends and family. Now is important. Well, why they won't give me a chance? Blah, 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 you know? So, I mean, I don't know. Chuck D, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't really relatively speak on that because I just don't know, man. I just, it, it, it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. So. 
Well, hopefully that he won't um come under too much of the gun. So I don't know, Chuck. You know, hey, hey you got a right to say what you want to say. So just go ahead and say it. Hopefully it don't cause you to land in court. That's all I can say. Well, that's what a lot of people on Twitter are saying, that you should watch closely these people who are defending R. Kelly's actions. I Listen, you can defend or not defend. Like, you can go on Twitter, you can go on all these places and say what you want to say. But it speaks a lot to your character once the stuff has been proven, right? Our judges... We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Our judges say proven uh, innocent until proven guilty. Right? Well, it, that's what it says, but it should be guilty until proven innocent. Because that's really what it is. Okay. So a lot of our judges said that regardless of what happened with Bill Cosby, the court system found him to be not guilty. Right. Okay. They didn't interject their personal beliefs to the world. No, they didn't. They just said, we have to go with what the law of the land says and yeah. move around. Okay. So I'm, I, I want to take this to this too. The man was found guilty this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're defending a man who was proven guilty. Yeah. So that speaks to your character when you're lashing out to the world about how much time he got and all of this. It speaks to the world, your character, when you start trying to point the finger at Jada Pinkett Until the FBI, the CIA, the whoever is listening, watching, whatever, until they bring charges against Jada Pinkett saying she was racketeering and sex trafficking, that ain't none of our business. Until the FBI, the CIA, the who the court, whatever, brings a case against T.I. and and his wife, Tiny, because it said these they got these girls coming up saying that they uh, drugged them so that they could have a threesome. We've talked about this on the show too. Go back and listen to the episode. Yeah. Okay. Until they bring the charges, y'all, what we going to do? Again, listen. Okay, y'all, I talk about this boy on here all the time. I had a boy. I had a boy. If he could have got a hold to an older woman when he was 15, I'm telling you, he would not have seen it as sexual abuse. I would have been fighting with that boy all the way down to the courthouse. But I wanted it, mama. Would you, mama, this ain't fair. Don't say nothing. I can hear him. I can. He old as Methuselah now, and I can hear him to this day. If I had got a hold of him messing around with an older woman, and I took that to court, cause I would have. 
how you look at things and how you perceive things to be and how other people view things is, you know, is, is crazy. Um, you think back in the day, I think it's still a law in the book somewhere that you can actually marry a girl that's underage in some states. In a lot of states. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, and some uh, of them don't have to have parental consent. Consent, right. And then you think about this back in, uh, what was it, the 40s or 50s? I might have my time frames wrong, but who was the famous piano player? Was it Jerry Lee Lewis who... Um, who who uh married, married his, his underage cousin. cousin? Cut first, first underage cousin. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, so it, it'll work for them, but it won't work for you know the other side. You know, I I, I don't know. I don't know. So I I don't know Chuck D. Um, maybe this your friend. And all power to you for front, trying to take up for your friend. But he was found guilty in the court of law. And you had dozens of girls come up and say he did this. And you had dozens of his employees say he did this. And now this makes me think if you wasn't in there in the studio with him, seeing all of this and enjoying these little girls booty up in your butt in your face because i'm telling you i i've been in the studio more than once that kind of stuff wasn't happening in the studio i was in because we didn't have i wasn't in the studio with somebody to, to that magnitude the person I've been in the studio with, they pretty, they well known all around the world, but they wasn't doing that in the studio. And I and I'm a woman that they would have done that in front of, cause they know, cause they know I know the guy code, and they know I probably wouldn't have said anything to the law. I would have said something to them, but I wouldn't have said nothing to the law. So so it would have been done in front of me had it been done. But I will tell you that when you in the studio, it's a lot like Vegas. Yeah. What go on, on the, in the studio, stay in the studio. Because it's... I'm just saying, I wasn't this... I wasn't nowhere near nothing what it was like this was going on. I'm just saying that the little... The little bit of um, stuff we did was like nothing compared to this boy here. Yeah, like we saying. was in the studio with maybe a drink and laughing. This boy was in the studio sex trafficking. That's yeah. apples and oranges, okay? But the jokes and stuff we told, the stuff like that, I never would have left that studio and went, guess what happened in the studio? But see, that's, that's, that's the problem. That's the problem because you got these people that's coming up under these giants in their, in their craft and everything. And 
a young person is going to flip out. It's like, guess who I was in the lab with? Guess who I was in the studio with? You would never believe I was there with Drake. I'm like, Drake? 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 The re- the producer Drake? Yeah, I was there with Drake. I was there with R. Kelly. I was there with freaking Cube. I was there with this person, that person, this person, that person. They're going to run their mouth because the, the thing, you got to listen. You got to understand, like, the thing out the baby boomers, they didn't let a whole, they didn't do a whole lot of talking when they knew craziness was going on. They'll say certain things to certain people that they trusted and they could confide in, but it would be somebody who ain't going to do no talking. (laughs) But these people now, everybody wants to be somebody. And they don't yeah. care how they do it, so they're gonna run their mouth. That's why people were getting caught as criminals. Because back in the day, you didn't run with a whole bunch of people. You did what you did by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying about this Chuck D. He's come from a different time where all the stuff that was going on in the studio, you ain't running your mouth telling. You know, you ain't running your mouth telling everybody. You just all y'all all sitting up in there doing what's doing. Okay. Look, y'all don't watch the Wu-Tang TV show. <laughs> it's based on the truth and it's not all the truth. It's a composite of this and that. But they all, all of them, if you look at the credits, they all are consulting yeah. on this show. So yeah. it's very close to the truth. Yeah, but they can't they can't they can't say that it is the truth and nail it down all the way like that because then you have them brought up on some shows. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. The, I was watching a, a video on YouTube yesterday. I don't know what this rapper name is. Again, he was all, he was hanging around with all of them and he had his own career and all of that, but he wasn't significant to me, but he got his own podcast now. He had the Wu-Tang Clan on his show. Listen, we're on YouTube. He got bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles of different alcohol. He's celebrating or promoting rappers that have their own alcohol line Mm -hmm. okay so that's what the bottles in the middle was but they passing champagne shots all around the table and if i tell you they sitting on this podcast smoking weed that on the podcast all of them Passing the weed, passing the the the, uh, the cigar things, <laughs> smoking, licking the cigar wrapper, rolling, smoking, I mean, I mean, passing, smoking, man, rolling mean, again. Like I'm telling you, dick people. Again, I wasn't around that kind of stuff in the studio. But this is the way things happen in the studio. I'm not saying it's right, it's wrong, is what I'm just saying it is how it does happen. Mm-hmm. And Chuck D come from a time where 
people weren't running out there telling what they did. Right. This boy got caught up. He let his fame get him past the point of recognition. And like the old folks used to say, this is where the rubber meets the road. All right, that's fine. That you know everybody got their opinion, but who finna put some money on his books? Exactly. All these people that's out here that's talking about why he shouldn't be there. Okay, the point of the matter is he's there. Now, how many of y'all are gonna support him and then put money on his books because the boy ain't got no money? He two million in the hole, Chuck D. So, so how many people gonna actually put some money on his books? Because I, people talk about support and don't support. So, I mean, you think about it like this: uh, we we seen when he started going through these cases that they start dropping him as an artist on their labels. They stop promoting his music in his own city and around the world. So therefore, now that he has been convicted and everybody wants to speak up about the situation, which one of these people who are so-called his friends are going to really support him now that he has 12 to life? Boom, drop the mic. Because that's a long time to support and carry anybody that's not getting out. So we only heard of one and we weren't told their name. We told it was anonymous that someone paid his back child support. Okay. Chuck D, if that was you, okay, I'll be quiet. But if it wasn't you, he, he still, what's up? I mean, all his children grown now and they doing their own thing, but What's up, Chuck D? Yeah, cause he he finna be there. He finna he's he's finna be there. He I needs mean, some noodles. He need to he need to make them noodles that they be making in the prison. He he need to make some noodles, some ramen noodles. I mean, it, it, he it, needs it, some I, toothpaste and a toothbrush, so he won't have to be somebody's bend over and be somebody's. He gonna need some equipment. So he can start his record label and start his choir in the prison. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> okay, Chuck D, Daz Dillinger. While you trying to point the finger at Jada Pink, and listen, y'all don't don't get it twisted. If Jada did whatever she did, some scandalous stuff, then she did, and she need to be brought up on charges. I'm not saying none of that, but I'm just saying Chris Kelly is dead. His family had, apparently knows nothing about it, so they have not brought her up on charges. The FBI, if they looking at her, following her, whatever, they have not brought anybody up on charges. Maybe. So you need to go ahead on and squash that until they bring her up on charges. I mean, like, like, like we that we used to say, the game is sold; it ain't told. You know, it, it's, it's just certain things you do and don't do when it comes to uh who people are who have status in certain arenas that they are in so these are things that you do and you don't do and my thing is like i said at the end of the day kelly gonna find out if she if he really has some friends or not it's as simple as that i mean going up on twitter all of y'all going up on twitter you know telling everybody it's not fair and all of that uh y'all need to uh 
Y'all need to go do something else. Yeah, y'all, because I'm gonna tell you this: Bill Cosby is probably the reason why he got convicted this time. Listen, Let me explain. You ain't gotta explain. That's what's understood. Don't need to be said. You ain't gotta explain that. Cause I said that the other day. You got one off that was gonna have some major charges who has money galore. And remember what we said, he has enough money to keep him out of gin pop. They put him in gin pop. And you think about you go back to the situation of uh Orenthal J. Simpson, who beat a murder case. You can blame it on OJ. You can blame it on Bill Cosby. But you got the rap for all they heat, homeboy. You got they you, made what, sure how they say they made sure they ducks was in a row. They case was ironclad tight. You wasn't getting away from that. Wasn't gonna be had, no due due process talking no, about that they no. made a deal with you, and nope. so because they didn't follow the deal, you gotta nope. let you out two years nope. later. Nope, it wasn't gonna be none of that. You took the you you are the scapegoat for the others that slipped through. I'm sorry, R. Kelly. The <laughs> glove fits. Yeah. yeah they cannot did. acquit. Yeah, you 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 wore that glove. <laughs> okay. I mean, you think about you think about MJ, how they was trying to get MJ for years. The only and they couldn't. That- the, the only reason he beat his case is because he slipped out on death due to a technicality of a physician who knew better. So that could have been the setup in itself. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just saying. Look at here, I'm while y'all, y'all taking up for him, go put <laughs> some money on his books and understand yeah. that when we catch you, even if it's Jada Pinkett, it's whoever it is, Whoever it is. Yeah, whoever it is, you if, if you did it then and the court proves that you did it, that's what that's what it is. Like Mary J say, you're going down. Straight down to the ground. Cause you shouldn't have done it. Baby. The whole world's upside down. <laughs> Sleep won't come easy. <laughs> hey, we got to get out of here. Five. We're on Twitter. We're on so many platforms. We just want to let you know, reach out and touch us. We can, we can, we can take your comments and questions. Just put it up on our real talk page. And remember this, no time foolery. I ain't even got to go into it because it's Friday and I ain't even got to say what else I got to say. You know what it is. No time foolery. I ain't going to call. But she will. You <laughs> so, uh, and just, we want you to know, just remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. We out this piece. Hello, everybody. We just wanted to take a quick pause to let you know something you may not have known. If you are enjoying insane rhetoric, you can help to sustain future episodes. Go on over to anchor.fm forward slash insane dash rhetoric forward slash support and help us with any size donation. 
you know we're always looking for supporters. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric and help us to continue this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on this Rewind Wednesday. We look forward to having you come in and join us again on Free Fall Friday. I'm sure we'll have another great episode for you. So we'll see you next time. And until then, remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. (laughs) 